Hey everyone, this is Delwyn Keysbury. Thank you for tuning in to a brand new conversation. Today I have with me Dr. Fee. Fee is an ophthalmologist based in Brunei. She wears a few other hats which we'll talk about uh, shortly. But Fee, thank you for joining me into this conversation. Thanks for having me. You wear a few hats. Uh, number one, you're an ophthalmologist and you, you've also, you're the founder of You Can Lead in Brunei. And when I was doing my research, I saw that you were also some, you were part of the Equity Initiative and you were also yeah. a finalist in the 2019 Women of Southeast Asia Awards, which is um, one of the prestigious awards in around the region of Southeast Asia. So maybe we'll talk about your work more as an ophthalmologist shortly, but beyond that, in your own words, Fee, what, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I love that question because it's such a hard question to answer even until now. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? Um, like you said, I wear many hats. Um, mm. I'm an eye surgeon, um, in, um, you know, by, not by nature, at work, I would say. Yes. But outside work, I like to get myself involved in the community, whether yes. it's uh, locally or regionally. I just like to help out basically wherever mm. I can. Um, and a big part of that is um, being a part of the youth uh, development kind of movement in Brunei that's yeah. happening very actively yeah. in the last couple of years. Um, mm. And that has been really awesome, actually, like, you know, being able mm. to speak to young people in Brunei and trying to see what their aspirations are to see if you can kind of help them kind of push, mm. push them into the right direction. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And so with the You Can Lead initiative, mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit more about that because I know that you found that, I, if, if, I, if I read correctly, last year in 2019, um, yeah, but what, what right. were the origins and what was the idea that sparked the, the launch of this initiative? So I started giving talks in 2018 at schools mm. uh, accidentally. Mm. Um, mm. And then it just <laughs> kind of snowballed and schools just kept requesting me to come. Sure. And then yeah. from there, what I noticed was that um, after each talk, the kids would get really excited and riled up and like, you know, raring to go. It's yeah. just, they don't know where to go or how to go about doing it. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, because I mean, I, I love the world of personal development anyway, I'm always looking for opportunities, you know, kind of globally mm. anywhere yeah. to see how yeah. you can improve yourself either personally mm. or professionally. And yeah. I kept seeing these um, opportunities and I just think, you know, oh my God, you know, people in Brunei would really do well in this. And yeah, then I just uh, keep thinking, oh, what a waste. No one knows about this. So then my mm. husband and I sat down and then we thought, you know what, let's just put it together um, right. on, a, on a free online platform so that mm. when I give talks in schools, I can just say, okay, so now you're excited. This is where you can go to look for these opportunities, yeah. you know, that yeah. might make your heart sing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and are there any kind of success stories from that initiative? Have you seen any many take up the, the, the call to action? Is it still work yeah, in progress? Um, What's your well, sense? Um, anecdotally, they would tell me basically and then or uh, on our platform and then they will say, um, you know, thanks so much because of you guys. Now I'm here at this yeah. amazing conference that I never thought I would be able to go to like a yeah. youth, national youth conference or something or mm. some sort of competition that they were a finalist of, you know, mm. for example, mm. uh, or free opportunities, whatever it mm. is. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. But I mean, it's too early anyway. It's only yeah. been like a year. Who knows? Yeah. You know? and, and that's the thing with, with youth work because um, along my journey as well, I've been involved quite a bit in youth development and giving talks mm -hmm. and workshops and seminars. And, and the thing with youth work, and I even think back to my own journey, 
the the seeds yeah. planted back in my youth i'm only kind of bearing fruit from those seeds planted now you know which is years yeah. and years later on so exactly. I, I think yeah. to your point who knows uh where and who and what these fruits will look like yeah. in years to come for you yeah exactly mm. see today's talk is about vision and yeah. it's it's kind of no coincidence that i invited you to <laughs> be a part of the conversation because yeah. you are in a, in a sense a vision specialist you're an eye surgeon yeah, uh, yeah so, right. so again in your in your own words what do you do as a an eye doctor um i know um, the, the the pithy answer is you help restore sight but is there a longer version of that answer <laughs> well, I always say that. I mean, I work to save and restore sight. Yes. Um, but on top of that, what I do, I also am involved in kind of the manpower planning for the whole department for the country to make sure that it runs smoothly, that the mm. service is good and up to standards. Mm. Um, and, you know, I would say that it's such a privilege to be able to work in this field because of all the yeah. other specialties that I've been in. Yeah. It is to me the most rewarding because, wow. you know, to be able imagine if you lost your sight. Mm. You don't realize how much we use it, you know, we all the time, right? You wake up, you look mm. at something beautiful, look at your loved one's faces to be able to see beautiful places. Imagine if you don't have that and, you know, mm. being able to be a part of a team that is able to restore that back to that person yeah. that day that they, discover, they, they rediscover their sight. Yeah. That to me is always magical. And sometimes I do cry when I see mm. patients kind of start crying because they can sure. see now that you know yeah. when they look at your face and then suddenly you see tears swelling up in their eyes yeah i think i can't think of any other job that's a lot you know that's as rewarding mm. as that mm. and did you always know that you wanted to specialize in vision or did you kind of eventually fine-tune fine-tune and then you yeah, realize fine -tuning. <laughs> okay gotcha. fine-tuning but uh there was a uh, one time in london where i went to uh, moorfield's uh, eye hospital there was a lecture by this guy who told the story of Kofi, this boy who he helped mm. as part of his mission work in Africa, yeah. as um, yeah. part of this organization. And it was his story that really touched me because, you know, mm. this boy was the sole earner of his family um, mm. and he's only 13. And not only could he not work, he couldn't go to school. Um, and mm. he became more and more blind. But because of them, they came there and then provided the surgery he was able to see. And it was crazy to see the impact that that yeah. little surgery made not just on him but to the mm. community around him now he mm. was essentially independent again you know mm. and i thought whoa you know what a big impact it can make to the society because you don't realize mm. that vision does impact on the socioeconomic status of the nation too imagine yeah. if your country half of them are blind they can't function mm. now you know mm. they can't not that they can't function but meaning you know they can't contribute as much as they would otherwise mm. Mm. you know so that to me was quite powerful yeah, and, and look, I, I, I want to say it right now because my wife, like I mentioned, she's a doctor as well. And mm -hmm. look, look, hats off to all the health professionals out there because number one, um, I think the media portrays the life of a doctor very, um, you know, uh, fancy and glamorous. But I think for those of us who are in the profession itself or know people yeah. who are, we, we know that it's a very non glamorous job uh, long hours <laughs> yeah, hard not. work uh, and ever yeah. never ending learning journey so look number one yeah. hats off <laughs> um, but number two I, I i guess i couldn't i i didn't want to go too much further past uh into the the, the deep talk about vision before talking mm. about i guess the elephant in the room which is COVID 19. Um, yeah any observations from from your side of the world fee about mm. how 
how people are coping, how they're not coping. Are we far from, um, you know, everyone's talking about this curve. Are we behind the curve, in front of the curve? Are we are things under control? What's your sense? I mean, for me, Brunei is doing really well. Um, mm. The ministry has been really amazing in taking action. Mm. I remember when I was called for an emergency meeting uh, of the heads of departments for the whole yeah. country. Um, yeah. in discussing about this COVID thing. This is way before we even had the first case. It was like at least a couple of months before that yeah. we were already kind of strategizing and planning. Mm. And honestly, that was really awesome. I just thought, you know, how amazing that mm. we took that action upon us very quickly. And as you have, I don't know if you follow the news, but um, if I you do. notice, even after a few cases in Brunei, we already started uh, putting in very stringent rules and look at how mm. well we are at the moment flattening the mm. curve. So mm. I'm really impressed at how much we are mm. able to kind of work together. And my mm. job at the moment is to try and redistribute the manpower in my department. So basically mm. we, um, we lend our uh, doctors, our nurses, our mm. allied health people from the, my department to contribute yeah. to this pandemic. And also mm. on top of that, you know, having to redistribute, um, not redistribute, uh, having to cut down your clinics and stuff and be, having sure. to communicate that to your patients. Initially, mm. obviously, it was probably really scary for a lot of people. But now that, you know, it, as you've seen, the minister has been very, very transparent. And that is yeah. really, you know, amazing. And mm. that transparency has kind of allayed a lot of fears in the mm. public, I think. And people yeah. are being very responsible, I have to say, in majority. People mm. don't really go to the hospital unless necessary, which is how it should be, mm. you know. So I would say, yeah. yeah, I think we're doing quite well here in Berlin yeah. so far. Yeah, from the outside looking in, because I'm based in Melbourne, Australia, but mm. I've been, I've still got family in Brunei. My dad is still in yeah. Brunei. Um, yeah. And so obviously I, I still get, you know, forwarded messages about what's happening. And I do my own yeah. readings as well. And I've... I, I, I echo what you what you say when you say that it's been um, uh, an interesting time to see the ministries step up and be mm. so um, on the front foot in terms of yeah, let's do really on the ball um, yeah let, let's do <laughs> really like, you know uh, press um, press discussions and have yep. that transparency and talk about all yeah. right we got to work on this we have to still sharpen that we still got to you know find. Mm answers to this and that so from afar looking in it, it's been mm. um it, it, i feel good but, but i i think all of us know that a lot of work has, has still needs to be done and there's no yeah, time of course. Place. Yeah. and especially for a place yeah, like brunei absolutely. where it's such a small yeah. small country and if you compare mm. it side by side the stats of you know the the one in every thousand or ten thousand we're still up there brunei because of high, the, yeah. the, the whole per capita thing <laughs> the ratio but, you know, yeah mm, mm, mm. um and so fee <laughs> I'm talking yeah. kind of past here because I'm just aware of your time. Um, let's no, don't worry about inch, it. Yeah. yeah, let's inch forwards, right? Because today we mm. want, I wanted to have a chat about vision. Uh, uh -huh. and, but before I go into my few questions, let's start with a bit of a broad question. How okay. would you complete the sentence? Vision is blank. <laughs> vision is looking at a future that you were meant to have and becoming the person that you were meant to be. You know, not just seeing it, but feeling it and breathing it. And, you know, when you envision that future, when you close your eyes, you can feel that chair that you're sitting in, in that future that you were meant to have. Um, and for me, that is vision, you know, that unlimited potential that you can become in this amazing mm. place that you can be. Mm, mm. And did you always, 
we always geared this way, Fee, in terms of, look, I've, I've got aspirations, I've got dreams. Mm-hmm. And in your progressive video, which I watched again last night with my wife, yeah. uh, you, you okay. said something along the lines of, I don't want to be the girl who, uh, waiting to be rescued, but I, I want to be the one slaying the dragons. So yeah. did you know from a young age <laughs> that, you know, um, I'm going to carve out my, my, my journey you know, yeah. differently and, and, and ask for more for myself? Or did you have mentors along the way? Or yeah, maybe talk a little bit about that. Um, I think growing up, my dad has been such an amazing influence. He's the kind of guy who taught us, because he has three girls, who mm. taught us to believe in ourselves that, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. It's mm. what value you give to society and, you yeah. know, to the need to have integrity, that your worth is that that your mm. your integrity your value what you contribute to society and mm. i've always held on to that i've never mm. believed in you know like being defined by a certain role or a status you know that you can somehow recreate that vision for yourself but mm. no i wasn't completely geared like that i was a bit i was very geeky as a child uh, i'm proud to say because i love mm. i love books and i love learning and my dad and i were just reminiscing he said when we were on holidays, I'd be the kid who would want to buy a book and then read it instead of, you know, after going out at home, <laughs> instead of just watching TV, I'll be reading a book. I don't know. I just love sure. learning so much when I was young. And yeah. I was always kind of curious to learn people, things, places, etc. Mm. But mm. then growing up and being in medicine, you kind of lose your way a little bit because medicine kind of swallows you like, you know, as a student, as a uh, junior mm. doctor, that's your world. You have to devote your life to it in order to make it. Yeah. But I think, so towards the end when I was doing my specialist training in Singapore was, I felt kind of almost my breaking point at one point where mm. it was so difficult. There was so much pressure and, you know, I don't know if you've worked or lived in Singapore before, but the pressure is immense. You mm. have to be perfect. You know, mm. you have to know everything. You're a walking encyclopedia and all that pressure just got to me. I didn't like the kind of person I became because mm. you're forced to be this brutal kind of like uh, go-getter. Yeah. You don't yeah, care yeah, whatever yeah. is in your way. You just bulldoze your way through. I didn't like that. Yeah. So I took time out and I went on this kind of self-discovery uh, journey for you know a couple of weeks uh, on holiday, switched off everything. And I found mm. a book that saved my life. It was um, Brene Brown's uh, Gifts of Imperfection. Wow. And it was crazy. You know how when um, you read or learn something and suddenly something switched yeah. Yeah. in your head? That's it. That's mm. what happened to me when I read that book. Mm. It mm. was like suddenly this light switch went on and I thought, wow, mm. if I can learn this, you know, what else mm. could I learn? So in the beginning, mm. I knew I had to fix myself first. Yeah. Anxiety, whatever, my worries. So I started to read a lot of uh, self-help, personal development, mm. uh, kind of psychology mm. books and all yeah. that, just to try and mm. see, make sense of it so I can see how I can help myself. Mm. And then through and this, that, sorry, um, so this was during your teen. This in was Singapore, in your young adult. No, in, okay, so, uh, when I was okay, in Singapore was, uh, training, okay, gotcha. yeah, just not long, okay, even, gotcha. not even that long ago, <laughs> not even that long ago, maybe about four, three, four years ago. Okay, yeah, sure, and, gotcha. um, but it was good. You know, you have to come. You know, when you where when that's that breaking point, you're kind of at the bottom. Mm. I believe, yeah. you know, that's when the phoenix rise from the ashes, right? Yeah, so, that's the saying that the teacher will come when the student is ready, right? Or, you know, so that whole yeah, thing about yeah, that's right. everyone, yeah. you know, it's on their own journey about, about yeah. discovering and realizing things. And you yeah. know, it takes a moment where you come to your own senses and you look, I yeah. need help or I need to figure this out or yeah, I need that's to adjust right. things. Yeah. Hmm. And you need that's help. Really when you need help, you call out for help. So, yeah, you know, when I did my self-discovery uh, journey, I was with, people are really trusted, like, you know, family. 
um, where, you know, you can just walk around with no makeup and they're fine with that. <laughs> and you don't feel like you're a judge. You know, for women, that's Great. really important. But um, it was that moment. And then that's when, yeah. I real that's when I fell in love again with learning and books and growth. So yeah. then I became insatiable, you know. I started sure. moving on to kind of global affairs, politics, economics, sure. you know, stuff okay. like that. And I really enjoy it. And mm. it's really helped me a lot. Like kind of put things in perspective because when you mm. learn a lot of these things, you know, I had I have a few mm. friends, very, very skeptical yeah. friends in my field yeah. because they're like, what are you doing? You're a doctor, you're supposed to be doing this. And I'm like, what's wrong with reading a bit of, you know, global affairs, whatever. Yeah. Because you see, you're kind of uh, trained to look down this, narrow tunnel and yeah. that's your path yeah. you cannot yeah. veer away from that that's your mm. yellow brick road that's it no other path but i don't believe yeah. that so mm. with this whole journey i felt like that tunnel was blasted open and i had all mm. these different paths that i can just you know move on so what you know okay. if i want to learn global affairs yeah. and what i found mm. was that it helped me understand people a lot and i was able to connect with people a lot more and i love people like i love talking mm. i love meeting new people and sure. that ability to be able to connect, like, for example, if you were from, let's say I was learning politics on Zimbabwe, whatever, and you're mm. from Zimbabwe. Now I know why yeah. you would think a certain way. So I won't come from a yeah. place of judgment. I'll come from a place mm. of understanding, trying to understand mm. instead of getting angry at how you're talking to me, because mm. I've read that book. Now I understand why you speak a certain way or you use certain yeah. words, because that's, you know, yeah. that's what yeah. you, your culture is. Mm. So, mm. yeah. What would you say, Fee, if, imagine mm. if you were in a class or in a school giving a talk in an yeah. assembly and then yeah. some smart mouth kid says, why is vision important? You know, look, I, you've got fancy pictures, fancy stories, but why should I care? Why is vision, vision important? Because you need to have something to work towards, you know, then, you know, you mm. need to have purpose to th this amazing reason why you have to get up in the morning and live like, mm. don't you want to live like that? You know, mm. like I want to live a life where I'm dying to get up and out of bed and, yeah. you know, go do my thing in the day, knowing that it is that little grain that's going to add into that vision mm. that I want to go towards. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it, you know, because without vision, you're not going to find your purpose and you're not mm. going to find meaning. How will you, you know? So mm. I, I think it's really important. It doesn't have to be specific. It can mm. be, for me, my vision is simple. Two things, you know, I want to be able to help as many people as I can through whatever mm. commodity, through whatever yeah. way, whether it's through medicine, through charity work, through talks or mm. uh, community work. And secondly, I want to be able to be as close as as i can to become the person that i was meant to be because i believe that yeah. we're all meant to be you know great you know god mm. meant uh, for all his children to shine i believe that so mm. you know for me to even inch closer and closer towards becoming that person even if i never reach that yeah. you know yeah. kind of infinite possibility of who you can be at yeah. least moving towards that becoming the better person that you can be day to day yeah I think yeah. to me that those two, that's the vision that I have. I don't have yeah. a specific vision where I want this amount of money or this house mm. or whatever. No, I don't because mm. I don't know where it mm. will take me. And that's what I love yeah. about it is that yeah. I believe having that compass, that, that mm. too big uh, concept as your vision for me will guide mm. me to where I need to be. Mm. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about how mm. there were two, um, two, veterans in acting and they were talking about how 
you know, back in our day, it was quite a different world because this was before digital media. This was before, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all these mm. connective um, tools, right? And they're saying back in the day, um, it, it, it applies now, but even but back there, even more so, they were saying the only thing stopping you is the person in the mirror. Yeah. This idea yeah. that, you know, the, you so are your own mm. limit about how far you mm -hmm. want to go in life, how... Absolutely. Um, the height you can climb, the, the depths you can yeah. survive, like you are the only person limiting yourself. And and mm -hmm. I thought it's one of these cliched saying, but it's so, again, it hit me that it's so true, right? That um, yeah. um, that's why having a vision is so important because otherwise all of us have this proclivity of like going back to the status quo or just cruising yeah. along. The comfort um, zone, yeah, just cruising. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's Fia, so true. Mm. Yeah, and, and I want to kind of, uh, at, at the end of today's chat, I'm keen to kind of ask you to give us all some homework about how we can fine-tune further or even discover our vision. But Fi, um, I'm going to go back to your video, the progressive video where, where you, you recorded oh, yeah. or you kind of told and wrote yourself a question, a, a letter of uh, what you tell yourself, uh, a letter to when yourself. When I was younger, yeah. Yeah, and it went for roughly two and a half minutes, three minutes. Mm -hmm. um, I'll I'll put the link in the notes of this podcast afterwards. Uh, but in along the way, you 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 said something really really profound and powerful. Where you said your greatness is not measured by what you have, but by what you give. And I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. um, give us like flesh that out a little bit more. Why did you say that? Like, is was that like a recent revelation? Have you always lived by those um, those guidelines? Yeah. What do you think? Um, no, that wasn't that long ago. Actually, it was through my mm. personal development journey. I was learning yeah. about you know our needs, the six human yeah. needs, psychological needs, and Tony mm. Robbins nicely. Um, narrows it down to six human needs where you know you have the needs of your personality which is what makes yeah. you who you are and the needs yeah. of your spirit and at the end of the day it's the needs of your spirit that will give you fulfillment in life mm. and you see you know when I say that I mean you will see so many stories where there are these supposedly successful people that have, that have reached the ultimate kind of materialistic yeah. success in life you know fame money everything mm. but they're still so depressed or sad mm. or just feel like you know uh, they're just so miserable and I myself have met uh, you know very wealthy people who are just miserable and people sure. who are not that rich but super fulfilled yeah. and really happy yeah. so mm. for me like you know when he said that it really resonated and I started looking at my life and there are two mm. things that will feed your spirit and that will give mm. you so much fulfillment that no material yeah. wealth will be able to replace that which is growth yeah. and and contribution and I think for me, those two things, not just will give you fulfillment, but it gives you meaning mm. in life. Mm. I'm sure if you imagine, you know, when you buy something for yourself, how long does it last? I don't know, a few days, right? And then you get bored with it. But when sure. you buy something for somebody else that you love, that you know they yeah. need, and then you yeah. see them use it and, you know, are so grateful for it without yeah. even expecting anything in return, that feeling mm. will last you so much longer than any material things and mm. when I started seeing that and that pattern and you know I started going to these very poor areas with my friends in Philippines and stuff because I wanted to see firsthand what poverty was yeah. like to yeah. meet these little kids and stuff just to see that in their face you know mm. when you give them something um, that to you doesn't mean much but for them is yeah. everything 
Mm. I just thought, whoa, you know, this this mm. really sealed the deal for me, and that showed yeah. me, wow, this yeah. made me so happy. And to think at that time, you know, that you can feed a whole village with, you know, I don't know your shoes or something. You know how mm. much you pay for yeah. your shoes. I just yeah. thought that was yeah. so ridiculous. It made me cry. I, it was mm. so touching to be mm. able to kind of see that. Yeah, it's so true that contribution mm. does give you so mm. much more meaning. And that's yeah, why I yeah. said, you know, greatness is not measured by what you have, not by the material mm. things that you have, but by mm. what you have given to the world and how you've made the world mm. a better place. Whether mm. in a small way or a big way, it doesn't matter as long as yeah. you've, you know you've done the best you can in your capacity. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. P, I've been, I'm at a point of my, my personal and professional journey where mm -hmm. um, I find that I need to scale what I'm doing because yeah. up up till yeah. now um, I'm because I, I think you and I we we both are really into personal development. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in giving back as well and building others up. So all all of what you've said has really resonated with me. Uh, mm -hmm. But I find for myself I'm at a point where um, I I can't to reach the impact or the scale of the impact which I envision myself giving, mm. I, I find I'm at a point in my, my journey now where I need to learn and build systems around what I'm doing. Because mm. I think um, there's, there's a saying where, you know, sentiment, sentiment is great, but systems is what builds, right? Where, yeah. you know, it's one, it's one thing to give $10 to, to one person, but if we're talking yeah. about how do we fix a village, that's not, that's going to take more yeah. than $10. You that's need gonna, that's a gonna, lot. Yeah, that's right. You're going to need, need a system. Mm. So I, I find yeah. I'm at a point on my, my journey where I'm building systems and I'm also kind of showing others um, systems as well to say, look, um, sentiment and inspiration, motivation will get you only so far. You need to have yep. an engine and a system working um, alongside or you in that system to kind of scale that impact. So yeah, I, this yeah. is, look, I, I wish we had more time to go into detail, but I just wanted to share that thought with you as well. That Yeah, um, no, I agree with you. It's about scalability. Mm. So that's why for me, growth is so important because when mm. you grow yourself, you know, you will yeah. start to see all these opportunities come yeah. to you. But for example, you know, like I said, I've only been back, what, uh, 2018, July. Yeah. And yeah. that was when I was really active doing all these mm. things. But, yeah. you know, the amount of things that's happened since then is just sometimes I'm just so overwhelmed by it. Mm. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, if you didn't, if I didn't grow myself, I don't think I would have had all those opportunities to begin yeah. with. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you need to grow yourself, whether it's financially, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. or even intellectually, yeah. in order to yeah. give. You can't give what you don't have. I absolutely mm. live by that. You know, if mm. you don't have it, you can't give it. Like, you know, if you want to give mm. charity, you have to have money, right? And, sure. yeah. you know, yeah. And if you want to mm. teach people, you have to know the material yourself. You have to live mm. it, breathe it. So you can mm. convince your audience or your people mm. that, you know, th this is how you sell, you know, whatever ideas mm. it is. This is how I do it with my patients, right. how I do it with the kids. Yeah because mm. you have to live and breathe your philosophy you can't just preach mm. it so yeah mm. growing is so important it's a big part mm. of that and but you know what you're talking about is scalability as well right you know as yeah. a yeah how do you get your voice out there much more so mm. than you mm. know than what you yeah. have and, now and, and and in my time of doing these conversations with different people mm. i've spoken to angel investors to NGOs, or volunteers, or entrepreneurs. Um, in my line of work, I've, I've rubbed shoulders with many, many as well. And I, I've come to know that 
at, at the end of the day, there's not much difference between all of us. We all mm. have, you know, all our facilities um, for those of us, yeah. um, you know, uh, who don't have any major um, things missing from our senses. You know, like today we're framing it around sight and you, you started yeah. off saying, imagine you didn't have sight, but for, for those yeah. of us who do have all our senses intact, at the end of the day, it doesn't. We're not that much different from each other, right? It, we we yeah. have twenty four hours in a day. Um, yeah, that's yes, right. Our, exactly. Yes, our, our upbringing may be different. Our access mm -hmm. to education might have been different, but you know, uh, we all do have choices to make, and we we can, ex um, you know, put in the grit and put in the hustle, right, to make things happen. Yeah, so, absolutely. And that re that really grounds me to say the only thing, like yes, there are the Bill Gates of the world, the Elon Musk's, but what 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 really is different from them and myself not much really you know yes yeah. they, they may be around different environments but at the end of the day let's just learn how to use our time effectively and wisely fee mm. mm. so let's talk about homework because i i want to kind yeah. of wrap this up but i don't want to leave the listeners and the people watching sure. um i don't want to let them go without <laughs> giving them something to do because uh, I think, as you would appreciate, as a kind of an educator yourself, is wanting to be mm. inspired and to hear things, but it's very different to actually implementing and doing things. Yeah. So, what mm. homework would you give to our audience today, um, Fee? I think, um, like you said about vision, because a lot of people who I've spoken to don't have that vision mm. of you know who they can be and stuff. So, I would say one of the most important homework to do would be to try and visualize the person that you want to be not mm. just visualize you know like sitting there closing but i mean i'm talking about actually sitting there closing your eyes feeling the chair that you're sitting on that you are gonna mm. sit on the room that you're mm. gonna be in and visualizing that world that life that you're gonna live mm. you know mm. smell that beachfront house that you have you know yeah. Yeah. feel the chair that you're gonna sit on and that amazing car that you're gonna have and mm. what it feels like to live that life and you know when you do that and then and then now you see that grand vision of where you can mm. get to then what i would say is step back and then see what it takes to get there um yeah. i think we're all overwhelmed because like when we think about these visions because it's to us it's so far away but yes. when you scale it down and step step back you know each day you take yeah. you know one step forward slowly you'll get there right yeah. so um I forgot, there was this uh, lady called Rachel Hollis. I don't know if you know her. Mm. She's also mm. this personal development guru, like she's from America. And mm. then she said, uh, there, there's this 10, 10, one rule. Uh, let me just mm. hold on. I'm gonna look for my thing here. So she said, there's this 10, 10, one rule that she uses. It said, who do you want to be in 10 years? Mm -hmm. And then what are your 10 dreams? And which yeah. one are you gonna focus on next? Yeah. Um, so what like she, that. yeah, because, uh, you know, you have to take things one step at a time. So for example, your 10 dreams, you want to, you want to be on Forbes or something, you want to have a million dollars, yeah. whatever it is. So yeah. now of those 10 dreams, which one are you going to focus on today? Mm. Let's mm. say you want to be, uh, you want to know a lot about global affairs, right? So that you can reach these steps. Mm. Then, yeah. then, you know, that's what you're going to focus on today. Go read something mm. on global affairs, you know, mm. it take one, one step at a time. Like you said, we all have the same 24 hours. Bill Gates, yeah. all these amazing people who are now up there, yeah. they started somewhere yeah. too. Not everybody yeah. started with, you know, this amazing platform. Suddenly they became a yeah. success. They were like, all of them were probably 
a mm. 10 year overnight success, right? You know, mm, yeah, there's no yeah. such thing as a real overnight <laughs> success is there. So yeah, um, yeah one step at a time mm. and you have to really write it down and visualize yeah. where do you want to be? You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's great. Well, Fee, as we draw towards a close, uh, what's next mm -hmm. for you? I mean, uh, usually when I ask this question to my guests, yeah. um, without the lens of COVID-19, everyone talks about, I'm like, do this, <laughs> do that. But with the lens of COVID-19, um, and who yeah. knows how long this is going to go for, what's next yeah. for you? Any plugs, any shout outs? Yeah, the floor is yours. Um, I can't wait to actually go on the Equity Initiative Fellowship uh, because it's been mm. delayed because of the virus, obviously. Because um, yeah. I think, I don't know, it's such an amazing opportunity because I went to the annual forum where I met, I was in the same room with all these people who, have, who are as mm. delusional as me. And I was just like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm not mad. And they come from all walks of life. Because all this while people sure. probably think I'm a bit mad, you know, trying to do all this, you know, crazy things. But anyway, you sure. know, to, to be in the same room with all these people, it was so synergistic. Yeah. I swear I was still buzzing yeah. afterwards. And, sure. you know, I, I yeah. often carry books, right? And I swear, 80% of people who walk past my table were like, hey, I read that book. Oh, I love that book. Oh, you should read this one. I was like, oh my Great. God, we all read the same books. It was fantastic. Great. Because it's a Great. world where you have, um health mm. meeting equity so it's like the yeah. two perfect things that i'm completely passionate about which is yeah. contribution and you know healthcare. Mm. so i was yeah. just like whoa this is fantastic so that will be the next thing that i'm really really truly looking forward to and i can't wait Great. to make lasting Great. friendships with these people like a new family yeah. or tribe that i can be a part sure. of um yeah. and then seeing where that takes me and you know i'm hoping that i can use that knowledge also to contribute to the country to you know maybe maybe something mm. i learned there can can we can use to implement here, you know, in terms of our, mm. uh, what it, whatever it is, policy or healthcare, where, whether it's just at my department level or national level, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm quite excited. And not only that, you know, I can also share my knowledge with the kids mm. that I'm going to, you know, hopefully see as well. Yeah. Yeah, in schools and stuff. So, yeah, that's great. next for me for now. <laughs> great, great. Well, yeah. Fee, look, thank you so much for your time. Um, I want to kind of close by by saying this uh, quote I heard the other, the other day, you can't be what you can't see. Ah, uh, yeah, that's be so good. Yeah, what you can't see. You and can't I want to yeah. just, yeah, so hats off to you because uh, look, you're setting a shining example to so many around you. Um, uh, I was asking, uh, I think you know Sean Hoon, who, who, who oh, yeah, I think you spoke at one of the events last year and I mentioned that mm -hmm. I was speaking with, with you today and, and he was singing your praises and saying how last year when you spoke at, <laughs> at his conference, oh, so God. many were, were touched and were impacted. And I think, uh, which is why I'm saying, you know, that uh, I think for many of the younger ones listening or watching along who, are, who will eventually find this content, they're going to, you know, look up to you and say like, wow, you know, if she can do that, I can do that too. So. Well yes, done, Fee. Keep up, keep up the good Thank work. You. But until next yeah. time, see ya. Bye, Dallin. Thanks. Okay, folks. We covered a lot of ground. We I, I only had roughly 40 minutes with Fee, and I, I moved at a quick pace. But we covered what is vision, why is it important to have vision, how can you find or develop your vision. Um, but folks, beyond that, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to stay connected, find me on Instagram, on Twitter. Hey Delwin, that's me. Uh, if you want to send me an email to heydelwin at gmail.com. Uh, for those of you who listen to my podcast, I'd appreciate if you leave me uh, some feedback, subscribe, leave me a rating that will help me out in a big way. 
But beyond that, folks, I wish you well. I wish you every success. Take care. God bless. And remember to back yourself. See you next time. Bye.